0: Star bows. There so you go, my guy.
1: How are you? I'm well. This is t- today to save the Nets. You know, while we're waiting for Clay, I do want to just say maybe a little bit of a spoiler, but where you go with this, you've been thinking about this long before anything hit the Twitter feed. So I don't want this to be. Looked at as a reactionary take by you. That would be unfair. Yeah, you've we've just kind of just the way the order went. You kind of were the last guy. Um, but while we're waiting for Clay to hop in, did you just see the uh, Van Vliet news? Yeah, I mean, not really surprising. You know, he definitely is going to be able to get more than that. I really believe he's a, a option in. Philly, if Harden leaves. Obviously, he has the Nick Nurse connection. But you wonder what they would do with Maxie then in that situation. You know, the, the two small guards at the backcourt would be tough defensively.
0: Yeah, no. Is, a, is he's such a – um he's such a Sean Marks guy. He's good, <laughs> but like <laughs> – he
1: just doesn't move the... To me, he's like a really good third player on a team. More like a really, of really,
0: like really he, Kind of like he
1: was when they won it all, you know? Yeah. You could even say he was like the fourth or fifth best on that team.
0: No, I think he was the fourth. He had right, the ball.
1: They, yeah, Larry was still there. Yep. Gasol was still doing his thing. Um... You know, Siakam was just kind of breaking out, and then obviously Kawhi.
0: Yeah, no, he, him being a bigger role is a part of the reason why they're struggling. Right. These these point guards in the East are no joke, man. That's what the the, the, the NBA the
1: entire thing about the NBA is is the player in the right role. Right, you know, because like there's so many good players, but there's so few like very good to great players, and it's like how do you get them, and how do you get them in like the right pecking order where it makes sense? It's it's really like a just a very very difficult puzzle to put together. Um, I'm just, you know I think we probably both assume Denver's going to close out tonight.
0: Yeah, that's it's over. They've they've run out of gas. Is-
1: Shitty finals.
0: Yeah, uh, it's kind of like a fluke season, and and it may be a it may be a fluke era. Like the gods of the NBA are 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 all kind of dying. You know, I'm not saying you know, the it's over, en- for Elon, but it's the end en- for sure, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I know the NBA is striving for parity moving forward, but I don't know that that's the best thing for the NBA. I think the diehards will like it, but I think they'll lose a lot of casual viewers. The casual viewer wants to see those Cavs Warriors finals. They want those great teams that they can tune in and root against, but marvel in the, the skill and the uh, talent of those rosters. like right. I don't think a casual fan gives is tuning into this nBA finals
0: you know what I'll look up the ratings while we're talking
1: <laughs> i I think they were down three percent from last year is what I saw which was you know it's not terrible right particularly when you figure you know boston is a big market and golden State is an established brand that's pretty right. good but I don't know if like yeah, year after it. year if this would yeah. work well
0: yeah no nah, it's but then it's it's about myth making. People almost didn't really believe in Jokic.
1: Yeah, well, he's a big, like, chubby, ugly, slimy guy. He's not like the typical star. He doesn't have any muscles. His arms always look like he just got whipped.
0: Yeah, but I think he I think he opens a window for uh, a certain type of fan to. To come back to the NBA or even like the NBA, I I, I think great white hopes work.
1: Not and, not great white European hopes.
0: Uh, see, that's the part that I was gonna I was gonna ask. I was gonna say
1: if his name was Nicholas Jokic and he was born <laughs> in America, it, right. he'd be a bigger deal. You know, it hurts that he plays in Denver. It hurts that his nose always looks like it was uh stuffed in the snow by his older brother. You know, he looks like a big wet booger. You know, he's there's nothing attractive about the man, but he's I mean, he's absolutely a fantastic player.
0: Larry Bird was a was a very ugly man,
1: but but he was the great white. He was an American born white hope. Plus, he had the black counterpart in Magic. It was like Rocky, yeah. but in real life.
0: So you're saying only Wally Zerbiak can save us? You need you
1: need someone like Brian, uh, somebody whose name is like Brian. O'Neal.
0: I think Luca could do it. If Luca started I think Luca could do it. Not not that uh, you know, maybe
1: not in Dallas. You know, the thing can about you? the NBA is if you take the same rosters but you put different uniforms on them, it's it tends to carry more importance. Can you uh, hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What's up, Clay? Hey, nothing. I'm here. I'm here. So, Ready to we're
2: talk. just we, we're just shooting
1: the shit. And, again, this is part four. This is Eve's off-season plan, hopes, dreams. Um, Clay, if you got anything to add, we'll let you go. But once you're done, we'll just uh, let Eve's take the floor, and then we'll tell him how fucking stupid he is after.
2: um, All I'm going to say is, uh, you know, we're going to be in for an eventful night next week. I can't believe the draft is one week away. Um. I'm anticipating to hear all the lies come the end of this week. <laughs> and um, you know, to, to see the fan base go up in a roar when when nothing happens that we anticipate or like. Yeah. Other than that, take the floories. You do your thing.
0: I just had um I just had 24 hour deli sandwich. I'm kind of like in, you know, comatose. It's like, it's not, I'm not comatose. It's like I'm in a, it's like I'm in a buzz of just joy and love and acceptance.
1: Hey, can I, can I break this off here? This <laughs> is going to be a very white person question. Yeah. Can someone me what the Aki way is? The Aki way? Yeah. <laughs> <So I'm
2: not laughs> I see this sure. shit like, give me the chopped cheese, the Aki way. Like, what the fuck is that? That's just dumb you know. You're right. So you know how you go to um, Jersey Mikes. I know you go to Jersey Mikes.
1: I, I've I've been there before,
2: but I mean, we've got. I go to delis mostly, but I've been okay. there. Yeah. But you know how they be like, give me the Jersey Mikes way. That means like everything, right? That same thing for Aki way.
0: So, right? What what what, what is I, what, Aki, Aki? means is Muslim. Yeah, what I was, So a lot of the a lot of the um what we call it's bodegas Muslim. are actually. Run by Arab dudes, and they when so when they say give it to give it to me the Aki way, it's like you know the way the the Muslim brothers give it to them. You know what so I'm what saying? would
1: that mean? Like at Jersey Mike's, it's like oil, uh, uh, you know,
0: oil and vinegar, salt, pepper, it's seasonings. It's a it's yeah. an it's an everything, right?
2: Cool. Yeah, that's why I worded it that there. It's like a little bit of anything. Give it to me your way.
0: All right. I'm going to have to
1: come uh to your neck of the woods and get something to arkway. But uh hopefully the be no hopefully difference. the nets have an off season the where they get everything oh, Yes, we
2: want. everything kosher. <laughs> everything got to be kosher.
0: Got you. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is going to be the shortest episode of um the the jam, the python jam uh 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 Uh, Saga. I want something that a a player can't give it to us. Only Sean Marks can give this to us. Only Sean Marks can make a decision to actually believe in his own bullshit and build a team that can grow together over the, over the next 5 years. You w- when you see the Denver Nuggets right now you're seeing you're 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 enjoying and you're marveling at the end result. But this is this has been a 4 years of of failure and progress and failure for them to get to the point where they are now. Now, I know they have a all-world Looking like a top five ever center, breaking records, doing all of that. But they created a window in time, a space, like partly because they couldn't do anything else, partly because they don't play in New York and they can't attract stars as easily. They had to be patient and smart and efficient. And they earned it over a period of time they had fans you know decent to good to great basketball but they earned it they earned where they are right now and and I I know now that we're the Brooklyn Nets and every 6 months we could be in any trade talks there is because players will come here players We'll go. Okay, I'm leaving. I'm going. To, I'm going to New York. All right, black and white. Let's do it. It's that's where my ideas for uh, uh, building the team come from, and it and it starts with it from within. If I'm the GM of the Nets, I am spending a lot of time understanding what my guys' off-season practices are going to be. A lot of the things that I've seen so far have been troubling. I don't know how Nick Claxton looks skinnier, (laughs) but he's already fucking up my GM (laughs) summer because part of it is getting Nick Claxton 10, 15, 20 pounds. 20 pounds on a seven-footer is nothing. But within the organization, I think instead of flailing, instead of trying to bring in the next superstar pairing and then gutting the team around them every six months, relax. Find someone who will create a sandwich that Nick Clack is irresistible and puts 20 pounds on them. Start there. The next thing you got to do this offseason is you have to go to Cam Johnson and negotiate the right motherfucking deal. I, finding trades and draft picks and all that is, is, a, is a GM's job, but negotiating is also understanding where his true space is in, in the hierarchy of the NBA to properly, comp, to properly compensate that person so you don't hamstring the, the, the team. You go and you negotiate with 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 um Cam Johnson early. You get him off the market, no more than twenty two mil. Next thing you got to do is you figure out where Curry wants to go. I I know it feels like they're bringing him back. It's just the feeling in my gut. Cause Sean Marks loves three point shooting. But if you're letting him go. Why not try to guide him somewhere so that you could, so you could do a sign and trade someplace capped out that he wants to go to that's willing to give you something, you know, maybe something in the back end of the draft, maybe something in the second round early, figure that out. Get something you over, you fucked up. Fine. Get something for Seth Curry. Next thing. You have to understand what you have with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons cannot be your your superstar or the thing that you sell on the front side of the ticket. But where where the Nets can get right, and only they win if they do this. If you could get this guy physically, mentally, I don't believe in the mental stuff, I, you know, I believe that athletes who can't, who get on the court and can't do what they typically can do are um, in dismay. A lot of times, like, you can just see the pain on their face. Not, not even physical pain, but just pain and understanding that, yo, I can't go like I used to go. And I saw a lot of that in in, um, in Ben last season. I don't think that's a mental thing. I think that's just frustration. I think that's just anger he wanted it to be instant this this wasn't an instantaneous injury for ben this was a 12 to 18 month in uh, it's good that he got out there it's good that he that he tested himself to understand how far he was but the 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 nets should be in the ben simmons business because of they lost james harden for nothing If they don't get something out of Ben, if Ben doesn't even maybe even if it's just he recuperates his trade value, but they should be in the Ben Simmons business. They should be an organization for how they play with him, because if you could get what his talent, what is God given six foot eleven blessed with court vision, if you could just get that. And make it look good. Make it entertaining basketball. Make make it trick you to see things like, oh, shit, this kind of looks like when Jay Kidd was running full court throwing lobs and stuff like that. It, it could be that fancy. We have the players, and if we add one more, we could be a completely different team than what we were last year. That 13-15 team didn't have Ben. That 13-15 team didn't have the player that I'm about to talk about that I've been talking about, and most people already know where I'm going with this. Earlier in the the summer, matter of fact, as soon as as the, uh, the season was over for us, I started tweeting about a particular player. A lot of the responses to me was, why would Atlanta trade this particular player? Well, player is available. And I think the reports are, are that now because Atlanta wants to get back into this draft and that makes it that they're letting the, the NBA know, Hey, DeJounte, what y'all think? That's where these leaked reports are coming from. Two different people are, are, are reported it. And I, I think I, I personally saw this coming from a mile away. Atlanta fucked up the same way Minnesota fucked up. They looked at their flawed center or, um, in Minnesota that is and said you know what let me go get a center that will do the, the defense for him and he could just do the center stuff on offense. Will Twin Towers it <laughs> and that was the worst idea ever. Both players made each other almost look worse. They got in each other's way uh uh they basically stacked up center type talents at center, which is not even a thing for, for the NBA. And Atlanta did the same thing. Atlanta was like, all right, Trey doesn't defend very well, but if he could defend the weaker defender on a night in, night out basis, and we had someone else who could, you know, meet that meet that uh uh Guard or whoever that 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 perimeter player that needed defending, we'll just get Dejounte Murray to do that. That same type of failure, which is and which is why, and I think they know it about themselves. And I, also, we have another asset that the Atlanta coach may be interested in. That's why I've been. That's why I've been, you know, kind of touting this is because not only is it possible, the player fits what we're doing right now, perfectly. He's 26 years old, in the same zone as Ben, in the same zone as, as Mikhail, in the same zone as Cam. The um, uh, Claxton, of course, is a little bit younger than them. Uh, but that group can go forward, fail, and you can make adjustments later. You can get a better center. You could get a better power forward. You could, you could maybe trade Ben for a different type of small forward. The the idea is if you get a DeJounte, you could be you could you could see yourself with this an identity for the next three to seven years. You could finally be the team that actually is about something that develops a relationship with the fan base and grows from there. The money works he's 19 mils we, we have an 18 million trade exception. We could do a lot of funky stuff. To 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 make that trade happen, but if you bring that guy in, you you can have a look that doesn't even exist in the NBA right now that you could experiment with. How, when was the last time three All NBA defenders were on one team? And I don't think um I don't think Claxton made a team right. Uh, everyone says it's high rate robbery. I don't think so. He needs to put on some weight. He needs to be able to defend his own position very well. But still, Claxton is a plus defender. Imagine being able to have that—you know—all of those long arms getting tips, and and now when you're getting those steals, when you're doing the, you know—when you're disrupting passes in the lane, you have guys who are fast, like like Ben Simmons, the normal Ben Simmons that we know. <laughs> if he's back. Ben Simmons is a one-man fast break. Now you add that. Now you add Dejounte to that. Now you add you. you you've got my McCall on the on, on the other wing. For, for, from that, everyone can has. Everyone can get out on the break and, and score in transition. Something the Nets have not done well in a long time. They could be an elite defense from the outside in. Um, again. <laughs> I have some doubts with Claxton, but if we could do that simple move, and then I, it, I I know this is gonna sound silly, but if you're you're using one of your picks, use it for someone you could you you could play with now. I, I, if Gigi Jackson is there, I think they have to take him, but uh, but you know bring someone in that can actually play and be a part of your team and grow with the team. The nets have to get younger in, in, in some sets, but they need prospects. They need young legs. They need guys like, like Braun. You guys are watching what he's doing for, for, for Denver, having guys who could actually to do something with the, with the draft picks. And there are players that I've been talking a lot about, um, you know, uh, uh, Guys like Nas Reed, maybe a pop, a, a pipe dream money wise. Maybe something that that we couldn't afford. But I like a player like that—young, stretchy, physical, rebound good. You know, good to—he he's not that great of a rebounder numbers wise, but he's physical. You know, and and he could and he can space the floor. He can shoot the three from time to time. Someone like that. I think we need off the bench. But my, my summer is very simple. My, my summer is about healing wounds. My summer is about looking in the mirror and realizing that you've been a fraud this whole time. Like, you don't really believe in anything. You're, you'll flip players for, you know, you'll skip steps if you have to. And, and, and none of that is wrong and none of that is bad. But be honest with yourself. Now look at yourself and say, what have we learned from these experiences? What have we learned from flipping the team every six months? I, I, I think stability, continuity, and, and actual culture would do a lot for this team. And, I, and bringing a guy in like DeJounte, um, I, I know that's not a giant move for, for you know, especially based off of wh- the way we've done for the last three years last four years, really. Um, But it's, it's the right move. It's the right character guy. He's tough. He's gritty. He's, he's the type of guy that, that will, will, you know, he's, he'll throw hands for, for the team and he'll challenge his teammates. You know, um, one of my favorite off season videos from last year is DeJounte and, um, and, uh, uh, what's the kid from Orlando? Uh, uh, Ranchero, (laughs) Ranchero, rather. Um, See, him going at it in the summer and and him getting the better of him. You know what I mean? I like that. I like the chip on his shoulder. And that's the type of players we need. We need guys who want to do things, who want to make their names. We need guys who've done it. And so much money like that. They have to have abnormal wiring in their brain to get up and actually try hard hard to tr- it's hard to try hard with 200 million in the bank it's hard to try hard when you're adidas when you're basically adidas's poster boy and and you're cashing huge adidas checks it's you've done it you've you've made it you're the guy now you got to come and lift the franchise and be and and, and be the face of that place no I, it, it's cheating and it never works get get rich quick schemes never work so i say Take it slow. Get DeJounte. Get a, get a Nas Reed-esque type of player, if not Nas himself. Do small things. Make sure your team, your team is physically right for the system that you want to employ. And go from there. I, I I think it's that simple.
1: Well, before we, you know, give our thoughts, what does the DeJounte
0: trade look like in your mind? I I'm realistic, right? I'm. I care about it happening more than I care about a lot of things. But I think you could take. I think you could take two of the protecteds and give up one of the protecteds, three picks overall, and give them and give them uh, uh, Royce O'Neal. I think Royce O'Neal's relationship with Snyder—that's one of his favorite out of his mouth. Even though coaches are full of shit, um, but he's familiar with this player. And he does something that that this team that has no real leadership on it, you could bring a guy in like that and um and he'll work better than or or better next to a and that would make more sense than 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 what they're deploying now. So I, I'd also be willing to give up, keep one draft pick and give up Joe Harris. I think Joe Harris is something that theoretically they need. And I think it's something that could sell to them. Like what you were looking for was not another point guard. You were looking for an off ball shooter and someone that someone that um, that Trey Young can drive and kick to. So if you you put those, that combination, you might be able to keep more of your picks and and be able to use that for another couple of moves or or like, let's say like what I what I advocate for is 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 being calm because if you're if you make small moves like this, now if someone is disgruntled, or if some like SGA doesn't want to play with Giddy anymore, or 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 Lucas sick of this Kyrie nonsense and he wants out, or you know, something is always going to happen in the NBA. I'd rather be ready for something like that to happen to catch one of the great hold, players. Hold on, Eves. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to jump in, go ahead. But I, I'm
2: lost on what the trade was for, what roster you put together. You, you've been advocating for the players, but I haven't heard the moves. Because
0: it's only been one move. Trade. Trade for DeJounte. Um, and if I'm putting together the trade, it's Okay, it's I heard that go. part. I heard okay. that part. Who was
2: the players that were drafted? I heard Gigi and I didn't hear the second person.
0: I think one of the I think one of the twenty twenty threes are going to go in the in the trade for Dejounte. Oh,
2: okay. Now, now, may I break that down? May I interrogate your thought process, or you go wasn't ahead. finished? Yo, know, you wasn't done yet. If you wasn't done. No, I'll be quiet. No, I'm again. done. I'm done. If okay. y'all don't have questions. Oh, I no, no, that was my only question. So, if mm-hmm. Ben, if you don't got a question, I'll
1: I, I'll I do, but it'll be it'll be in the context of my thoughts so you go ahead first
2: okay so one thing you said in the trade that threw me off Royce O'Neal has more value than Joe Harris at this point Um, so I think if you're giving Snyder his guy then we should be um, you know okay in that part I don't think we should be giving up three draft picks for Murray that's me um, I think because that's the price somebody else paid and it didn't work, doesn't mean I have to pay that price now. Like we, we, we saw a season where he was an all-star and he went for three. He wasn't an all-star this year. Cause he kind of regressed in a sense of production because it's hard to put two point guards together. So I don't want to pay for their mistake. I do know you got to pay for the player. Um, I also don't think that they should be trading these two picks. Um, I know people are so quick to dismiss that and just think, you know, because you got two of them. This is one of the deeper drafts where you can get a ready now rotational player um, and, and have them play for you in meaningful minutes as opposed to just you know, just because they're a rookie, you might get somebody twenty two, twenty three years old. They're grown. Um Uh mean so you're not really tweaking nothing. Um I didn't well, hear back. Well,
1: DeJounte would be
2: a major Oh no, he'd be a major I didn't even get I didn't break his part.
1: Yeah, That's okay. <laughs> That's a major I,
2: addition. <laughs> no. Reason why I'm saying it like that, I, I'm taking I guess the, the the little moves first before I get to the big move. So it's imperative to me that we get um, another guard to 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 mold because the Nets just don't seem to have any backups point guards and it's okay to you know to have one that you can say is your guard of the future. Now if you get Murray on this roster depending on what you have to give up for him and that's a that that that's a key to how good this team becomes because he's definitely going to change some things immediately within the structure of this organization um now what do we have to pay him we have to keep that in mind as well because when you trade for him you need to know the number he wants is he a max guy or is he Right below the max. Um, is that a deal breaker? Because you know, you know, he's not going to um, extend with you. He's going to wait to free agency. So you need to make sure that that's a guy that wants to be here. Because if you do all that, and then he doesn't want to be here, that's it. You gotta, you gotta hope they allow you to do a sign and trade. It's not a given. The player doesn't have to do that. And he doesn't have to go to a team. He'll go to a team with cap space. Like I saw somewhere, and I don't want to quote the wrong people, but it made sense when they said, look at Orlando, to do a trade for him. That was me. <laughs> no, 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 but I, I – Oh, you I, read it too? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason why is they can just put him into um, cap space. So they don't have to give you back no 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 money. That that would and they have better picks than us. They can basically say, "Hey, I'll yeah, give him, you eleven. I'll
0: give and, you 11. Him and Bancharo still haven't talked. Yes, they have. They cleared the air. They're good. <laughs> They're good. I I, I think he'd want His I think he'd much more rather be here. I think, I think, I think he looks at our situation, and. And seize an opportunity. That's the nice thing about being in Brooklyn, my, my brothers. You get, you have a team in Brooklyn. You, you're getting New York, and you're and you're not, and you're getting it without all the bullshit. No, that's-, that's okay. But if then you have to be honest
2: with yourself, and also say, he's seen the organization, right? <laughs> so in the same way you get in New York, you are getting some form of BS and and and, and, and um. It's not stable here. In a sense of you never know what you get in each year. The directions change each year.
0: But is, is that on the organization? Is that the organization yes. that makes
2: yes. the change, Or, is it, or yes. is it
0: the characters that we've had here?
2: So, so this is, I'm not blaming the organization for everything. I'm not going to be that person even though, you know, if you're the GM, you're GMing. That's your job. I'm sorry that I want the person whose job it is to construct a roster and the people in the organization to be responsible for things when they go bad. If I hire you, if I add you to this roster and it goes bad, it has to be on you. For whatever, for whatever reason, right, that it happens, the the if you don't fix it. Before it implodes, it's on you. If you can't make the proper adjustments on the fly, it's on you. Them just the rules. I just live by them. <laughs> because if he did a good job GMing, right, and we won a chip, would anybody say, "Yo, the GM was responsible for that"? Or would they blend? Or would they say the players? The G- people would give the GM he put the team together.
0: Yeah, he'd be okay. 11.
2: It'd be like, yeah. So so if you're putting that team together and that team wins a chip, then if they don't win and all the confusion happen, take the blame too. That's what good coaching and a good GM and do. They don't throw the players under the bus. They take the blame and they move about their business. Right? Come on. Only
1: DeJounte, here. DeJounte, I think, of, like, realistic paths out there would probably be the most excited I would be. Because I think when when you look at the Nets, they have realistic answers in their starting lineup beyond this season at every position besides point guard. And, like, Clay Clay just alluded to, like, they, they would even need another guard behind him. I think we all kind of agree that Dinwiddie's not long for the team here. No,
2: oh. they they get rid of him. They can get rid of him,
1: and you get Murray. Oh, uh, I would think he would. I think he would go in the trade. But I want to just focus on the idea of Murray, and I and and, and and you know, forget the logistics for a second. We'll get to that. Just the idea of him, but as Eve said, he fits everything timeline. I you know they have defensive players. He'd be another one to add to the mix. They don't have a, a lead ball handler. Don't have any confidence in? Um, he would be a guy that you know. You would think if they do make a trade, obviously they would talk to his agents. They'd be somewhat on the same page in terms of where they're looking for moving he's forward. A rich, pool client. Yeah, a guy they would try to commit to, of course, long term. So he's a home run. But I'll say this: if you get Deshante, either Nick Claxton or Cam Johnson are not going to be here. And I think this is something I forgot. When I, when I first did mine, the big thing was about making sure the Nets are under the luxury tax this year. So any trade would have to make sure that what's left over is below that. Um, and I'm assuming Atlanta is going to want to do the same thing because that's really what this is all about. They've realized they've built the luxury tax team in a small market that doesn't really fit together well. Um, you know, if it was just strictly about talent, they're not going to move Murray, right? They, they would be keeping him, but right. they know it's not a fix. They know they have salary issues. Trey's making a ton of money, so I think Eves, are you okay with that? Are you okay with Dejounte coming in may mean Nick Claxton goes out the door uh, and they restart at the center position, or that Cam Johnson isn't here? Uh, right. Maybe he's gone in sign and signing trade. Are you okay
0: with that? I I don't. One, my trade I, I did a trade machine I shared it in our in our group chat. Um, we could just it, whether it be Royce, whether it be DFS, I think it could be Royce because um, Snyder wants Royce they could take back Royce picks right that leaves them at nine that, that they're only taking back a nine million dollar contract.
1: right so they yeah. save money, we add money. And that's before a Cam Johnson extension,
0: right? So, so we would be re- we, we,
1: we have luxury tax this year. This would be our all, well. You're going to That's not
2: real. That's not that that part. You won't be able to do now. Where we're just taking money back. You're going to do a trade where it's even money, and meaning that how. So for them, if you're giving them money, you want to get. They're going to want to con. You know, a deal where. It's over at the end of this year, or they control it. It's cost-effective. So, even if they take Royce, they still you still need to come up with another seven million dollars. The the easiest money fit is Dinwiddie, who's making
1: twenty million, right? And he make, I think he makes like uh, just 19, under nineteen. Yeah. Dejounte, so those two are close. I, I think Atlanta would ask for you that they would want Capella off their books too. Because they've got to pay Okagwu next year, right? So I, we've kind of talked about Capella in the past. We won't rehash that, but he's probably coming with Capella, so even more money may have to go out the door. The the two sides have the pieces to make something work. I want to just stick with the idea of though. Like, let's look at let's say we make the deal work. Our ancillary pieces go out. The guys we don't care about, Royce, Dimity, whatever it may be. Next year, you're looking at Dejounte going to be making in the thirties, probably. Uh, you would have Bridges in the 20s, uh, Cam Johnson so in the 20s, Ben in the high 30s, yeah, and the category 70 and Claxton's in there. Something has to give, right? We still have DFS here making uh 14 ish million, 13 ish million. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? I, are you okay with getting DeJounte if that meant the end of Claxton or Cam Johnson? I um, personally would be, I would be okay with that. Provided we get something in return for those guys,
0: no, that that would be rough. Um, I, because I, I envisioned a whole team together. Um, it, you know, I don't think they're gonna stay that way. I think, I think, guys, there's gonna be guys. Um, is uh, presents itself. There's gonna be guys that that don't have to uh, that 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 are gonna go in those type of trades. There's gonna be guys that we like now. That's going to be a part of that next big trade that we have. That the Nets will eventually do. That's just, you know, something right. that's going to happen with them. Because the the thing for the Nets is that they can if they can have an
1: offseason where they add that point guard of the future, right? Where right. you have that point guard. Let's say it is Murray, Bridges, Johnson. Those are the three definites of your future, right? And then you're you know you're seeing what's going to happen with Ben. If they can get out of the luxury tax this year, even if they get back in it for the 2024-25 season, now you have a huge expiring with Ben, right? So if things don't work with Ben, you know, you can get back under. And you get a little bit more well-read on this than I am, but the repeater tax with this new CBA is like a death blow, correct?
2: Yeah, like, so especially for us, because we would definitely be in the repeater tax after this year. So you kind of want to get under and still be competitive. that's why like I'm saying in, in inside of this trade that he's proposing, we're missing the content of realistically the person who might who might be going in this is Ben
1: I think it, I think it would be Spencer because I think the, I don't think Atlanta's going to want to take on two years of Ben's money they're going to want out. Of the finance no, game, that's that's yeah, the thing for that.
2: even yeah, but what I'm saying is, it may not be just a straight up two team trade.
1: Oh, yeah, um, for sure, it can definitely blow know, multiples. Because if
2: if if Marks is doing this deal, he has to do this deal with with, with other moves already in place. Did
0: you see it, the deal it, I sent you guys? No, last I, I I disagree. I completely. My, if that's the thing, the Nets can't help themselves. They always have to splatter all over the goddamn movie. Oh, hold on, to let me quiet. finish it. Let oh, me finish. You're
2: supposed to be quiet right now while we're breaking it down. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, hold you on. Let, let, let him go. That. Let him go. I, I want to hear this. Let him go. We're breaking
0: the rules today. No, we'll I just think I just think you don't, you don't, you don't have to all of the, all of the unnecessary moves is where is where Sean Marsh traps himself off. Help. Atlanta. That's that's a re- part of the reason why they're gonna work with you is because you're gonna help them financially. But help yourself. They they have an eighteen million dollar trade exception. If they could finagle that properly to help themselves and help and help Atlanta, and and while they're getting off of um South Curry's money, they're getting off of you know whoever goes in the trade. You know to uh, uh, Atlanta. Keep it simple keep it very simple you know what I mean like I, I, that that's my my vote do the trades down the line give yourself an opportunity to look and look and say all right this dude is a net that guy is not a net this guy is, is 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 ruining the locker room or this guy I could get a lot for so let me make that happen let me let me prop him up let me let me get him more shots figure out who you are. Um, you know, without doing so many undulations, because that just puts you that, that just puts you further away, in my opinion. Because everything is a risk, everything is a chance. I'd rather keep do simple, simple risk, simple shots at it.
2: It can't be simple, Eves. It can't. Uh, and, I'll and I'll and tell you
0: what. And let you explain I why it
2: can't. It can't be simple because, basically, the next realistically you have uh, two or three glaring needs that really need to be addressed. Point guard, center, and another scorer, right? Um, that could create their own shot. So in saying that, you have to, first of all, we lost Seth. I don't think he's doing any sign and trade. And from what they're talking, most teams will be able to afford the, they said he's looking to make about the same amount he's making this year, 8.5. So a lot of teams will have that. That's almost a taxpayer's mid-level exception, so that ain't no money. Um, Then, because you got to do gymnastics to get under, I really truly believe they're going to get under the luxury tax. Yeah, they have to. It's no way he operates as a taxpaying team with this roster, no Clay, it's not even an option
1: in my opinion to to be a tax-paying team this year, because the, the, it really like you want to you want to make you want to hit a single this off season, right? The Nets want to be better than they were at the end of the season, but they can't do it at the expense of well. Now we're also in the tax again next year. They would have literally no flexibility. So they're going they're going that that will one hundred percent be part of the equation. And like that's why I so I sent the Murray trade last night and it, it involved um, uh, Detroit. So like Detroit was taking some salary in the trade uh, as well because both Atlanta and the Nets will have the same idea, right? Get under the luxury tax this year and, and give themselves some breathing room. Mm-hmm. But there are de- there are the Nets and the Hawks, there's deals there to be made. Like for example, if Dinwiddie went back to Atlanta, it gives them a year to stay competitive and Dinwiddie can kind of do some of the things Murray does. Right. But And then, you know, then he expires for them. They can move him at the deadline, whatever the case may be. I agree with Eve's. I would love to keep it simple, but it would be, I think it's going to be hard to do that.
2: Um, it's based just on not realistic. to
1: want to do, but there is a, de- there's, there's deals there to be made where both teams would be happy, both in the short term and the future. Um, I do think it would be reliant on Dejounte being like, I'm not going to re-up in Orlando or or Detroit or something like that, because I do right. think I think Orlando would be instantly interested in him, um, and they could obviously outbid us. But you know, to Eve's point, he may say, "Look, I don't want to go to a young team that is never winning. Like these, this team has veterans, guys that were in the finals. Add me, and we're you know we're a playoff squad. So that that would
2: have to work in our favor for sure." Okay, now here's now let me play my devil's advocate for Orlando. If you look at Orlando the, after the um, second half of the season, they was five hundred or more. Yeah, they were good. So if you add him in theory, now you're you're also getting better. The East isn't isn't as strong as it was. You know they have them young athletes. It it, it can happen. Yeah, at the end absolutely. of the day, he want to get paid. Or Houston. Houston
1: You know, if Houston got involved and Houston says, "You know what? Forget Harden. We'll bring this guy in." You know, they could certainly put they could take him into cap space and provide back young players that can help Atlanta now and give them some cap flexibility. So it'll be hard for the Nets to get him, but it is not impossible. But we would we would certainly have to be creative with multi teams.
2: I just look at it. I just look at it as even you, yeah, I know how I felt about. Tyus Jones. I right. even stopped talking about him because it became unrealistic.
1: Yeah, the job they Yeah. Well, um, what do
2: you th- what do you think of Murray though? Are you
1: are you in on the player?
2: I have I, questions I like about the player. player. I, I I don't have questions about Murray. I like Murray. I it, but I don't like him at three draft picks.
1: Not even a not even two in a protective. No. What's what's your price?
2: What would you be willing to pay? I would give them the. Um, the the Philly twenty twenty seven because that's 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 top eight protected right. I would give them. Um, uh, I think we got three in twenty twenty nine or something like that. Yeah,
1: we have ours, Dallas's, and Phoenix's all unprotected.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I, I would finagle it. It, it has to. I, I can't give up this year because we blew it two
1: years ago right we didn't get anything from the, the yeah, sharp Thomas yeah so I and I also agree because like we won't have picks in next year's draft so you're gonna want to have two young bodies that are coming up would you do something like uh the the Philly pick that you already mentioned let's say the 2025 Phoenix pick but you put a, a top eight protection on it also oh they
2: should all be lottery protected
1: like, yeah.
2: like, so he, I don't
1: think you're that. So I, to be, I see. I would pay more than that. I don't, and I thought I, I thought you would be higher on Murray than I am. I, again, I, I think you can pay. I've, more than
2: but, that. but what I've learned is with this new CBA, you can be high on somebody. Right, the price you're going to pay is going to be lower. You still trying to pay the prices of the old CBA? Nah, they put an extra value on draft picks. Yeah. On them rookie deals, you need them. So if somebody's, you know, they need them. Nah, like for once, I want to be the team that could play hardball. Right. Because and look, if you don't get Murray, right? So all you did was didn't get a chance to pay him 40 million to start.
1: And, and you know, look, <laughs> we, 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 we've talked about too, like being set up for the next move. If we start giving out future unprotected picks, now our our war chest is also worsened too. So yeah,
2: I keep hearing, "Oh, we got the fourth most draft picks." Okay, we just went from having none. it it can go quickly in a trade. Like that—that's my only thing, and I don't want to keep getting off track of that. I'm scared of with this GM is. We've seen twice now, he's he's kind of went all in. He he went all in with the Harden deal. Um and got rid of got rid of stuff. And if he does it again, I I, I can't say he's a GM that bills, because that would be a lot. You can't do the same trade that cost us 15 years of draft picks because we can say whatever we wanted about the Billy King trade. Right? It was one of the worst. He did the same exact trade. Like theoretically, right now, we got rid of Lavert, Spencer, Allen, four picks, three swaps or four swaps for Ben Simmons and Royce
0: O'Neill.
1: <laughs> well, you don't think that's good? <laughs>
0: you know, I, I, I think about that all the time. That's why that's why I don't understand how anybody could have a bad feeling towards Ben. Because we need him. We we have a huge hole in our in our war chest. If 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 we just I, like I don't want to make him feel bad. I want him to know, you know, New York City loves you. Things are great. Cause if we get a good Ben, that saves the franchise. We might and be screwed.
1: I, I think the I think the number one thing that has come out of this exercise, there's been four episodes, four variants ideas we did not pre-discuss these and say you take this path you take we literally just did it nobody influenced nobody said hey i already suggested that type of thing we just went and i think all of us in our heart of hearts the nets to do anything so aggressive this offseason that jeopardizes the future i think what eves is saying with murray and eves you correct me if i'm wrong, is you want to be it's almost forgetting the play you want to be opportunistic about timeline fitting players that don't break the bank in terms of what you have to trade for them we all want that whether murray's that guy or not and that's realistic you know that's that's really a, something we won't know for a while but i think we all think that this is the year where you really want to see them just try to hit some singles let the dust settle around the current group and then assess where you're at. Like, why do we – like, because Ben changes everything. If Ben sucks, we know now. Like, hey, all right, this is now just an expiring contract. If Ben comes back and plays like an all-star, well, hey, we're better than – we we're closer than we thought. But, like, we have so many questions, and to try to, like, build around it and go in with picks and future cap space on signings,
0: it just doesn't seem like
1: any of us are in favor of really going that direction this offseason. Yeah,
0: it, it doesn't make any sense to to suck when you're, you, you don't have your own picks. Sucking well,
1: and... You uh, don't want to try to suck, but you also don't want to avoid sucking at the expense of no, the future Matt,
0: for what's already a sunk cost on the draft picks. Look, look, yeah. look at what Houston is doing. Houston is hoping they could get James Harden back, not because they believe he's going to take them to a championship. They they know he'll get them to a playoffs. They're so they're so sick of drafting high and bringing these young dudes in that they're willing a superstar, any superstar, come in and get us back in the playoffs, not win a championship, not not be constructed in a way that could be competitive
1: just and again put people in your building man it, that's it
0: matters no nah, it know. it definitely does and i i think it should be our brand we make the playoffs we always make the playoffs we may not do shit in the playoffs but no but bam was right we shouldn't have made it this year you don't make it this yeah, year this, that
2: was a tough one
0: yeah i see i see what i see what you're saying with that one you know that
1: would have been nice to be picking 12th but Sp- even even, milk, if, right? even
2: if you don't pick 12 right and you don't make it in you're picking 16 17 you can move up two spots
1: well I think the worst you could if you missed the worst you could do is 14 right
2: yeah like it, it was ways to go and I, I you know I, I wanted to I was kind of like in the middle like yeah you don't do this because of this but it's like it would have definitely been swept more
0: beneficial it would have yeah, been more know. beneficial I, but I, for me I'm one of those people like and I I learned this with the giants when the giants the giants were a team that never the New York Giants by the way football giants the giants were a team that never lost on that that never tanked that would go out go all for it every single time even though the world knew that they didn't have a chance and I watched them in a game. They could have just laid down. They made the playoffs, if I remember it right. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. You're thinking man. of the 07 New England game, right? The last week of the season? Co- correct. But even the week before, they they could have laid down like dogs. They they built themselves up, got themselves in the playoffs, played that last game, played their hearts out. They didn't win. Right? Right? But it made them it, – it, it put, a, like, a winner's – like, once you start losing, man, it's a rough thing to wash off, man.
1: Look, in the, the, here's the, rea- the reality in the NBA today is unless your team has hit rock bottom, you should be competing for at the bare minimum to play in every year. You should never be so bad that you're that far behind the ten seed at any point in your season. So you there would always be reasons to play and fan interest from those types of things. And, you know, I think the the I think the, it's funny because we all have a different opinions. Not one of us suggested going for Damian Lillard or a Levine or a Carl Anthony Towns. Any moves were for, like, like I think my biggest one was Tyce Jones. You know, again, similar to, to Murray, not as talented or established, but again, a 26, 27-year-old. Type yeah. player that fits the timeline. I think we all want to see them. He's second on
2: my list. Yeah, right. So I think oh, we that's all why took, see, yeah, That's ahead. why I took the one from Indiana. Like, okay, he's right. probably more realistic. Yeah.
1: No, 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 it was a, a rookie from Gonzaga uh, last year. He'd be in the second year. You know, you were you were trying to build the depth of the position, right? Get a future yeah. starter at the position. And, yeah, I think those are the types of things we want to see is we want to see them recognize where they have their shortcomings and and attack them judiciously, get the cap situation under control. And then, you know, the team is not going to suck this year. They may not be the most exciting team, but they're going to be at least solid. They'll they'll compete in the top ten in the East, you know, at least around there. I think even in the worst-case scenario, you know, they'd be somewhere in there. So, that's my biggest takeaway from this whole exercise is by hook or crook and different paths and getting there. I think we've all pretty much said the same thing is don't. And on winning 47 games, let's leave ourselves where we've gotten a little bit better. We feel better about the team, but we still can either choose to go the draft route down the line or go all in. Like you said, if a Luca becomes available, Giannis a true difference maker, don't go get fucking Levine from Chicago.
0: Yeah, don't go get Lillard. Lillard, yeah. would be, Lillard would be skipping steps. Like, you'd have to believe something that's not true. Lillard I mean, would be a, a business
1: of basketball decision, not a basketball decision, you know, right. as
0: we said. Clay,
1: I haven't really talked to you as much about that direct. Where are you falling with that? Uh, you're, you're probably
2: off that, right? Well, Lillard? Yeah. um, I love the talent. Right. The reason why I don't go get him we're not contenders with him. He has right. more talent than Portland. He's not a contender. So to right. get him now by himself, you know, Bridges hasn't really proved anything, if we're being honest. Yeah. He's had thirty he has thirty games getting his beak wet. And he and he so, declined over that thirty. Yeah, you know, he's gonna hit the you know I, I say this to these a lot. I buy dudes who have been known to score as opposed to people who are learning to score in the NBA. That's a mm-hmm. hard pill to swallow. Like, I'm teaching you how to be a number one when, when by your nature, you're naturally a number two or three.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and that's what Bridges is right now. Doesn't mean that he's not efficient. Doesn't mean none of that stuff. It just means he's not running. Used to running his own team, so to just say you pair him with Dane and woo, you got your dynamic duo. No, Bridges still can't get to the basket on his own. Yeah, that's it's, a problem for me.
1: It's a skipping steps move that is is done for business and yeah. While I would understand that, me as the diehard, I'm not a. Casual fan, I'm a diehard, right? I talk about the Nets in some shape or form 365 day. days a goddamn year. You know, even if it's just like, hey, like I saw this guy got released, like maybe they should look into that. It's it's some at some point in the day, I'm like, what's up with my Nets? You know, and since our group chat has you know evolved even more so, because now I have like fellow Net fans that I know that I can talk to about it. Yeah, uh, you know I don't, we care don't care about that. that. You know I don't care about that, but you know I think what would be cool is if anybody's listening wants to send us, you know, maybe DM the the Pod Thorn uh, Twitter account, just your offseason. We could read them at our next episode. But I know Clay, you are like the you and Sam are our draft guys, so we got to start getting. You know, yeah, we're like, gonna cook up something because we only got a week left. Yeah, I think you know we'll try to do like a. As uh, I'd mentioned this to Clay, we were talking like a week ago, uh, we could do like a mock uh, draft episode where him and Sam, or if you want to do it too, each get some teams and we'll, you know, we'll we'll announce the picks and stuff as if it was a real draft and then they can explain their decisions. You know, I always look at those things as, you know, people mock drafts, they're never going to be accurate. You're never going to predict who goes where. But it's like an introduction to the players and the prospects and, and what they bring okay. to the table. So, could be something good there. We'll start getting some of that stuff up, and then I think really after tonight, if Denver does what they're going to do and close this thing out, I think the there's a lot of stuff that's probably already been agreed to that teams aren't releasing because they try to you know not take the the, the stage away from the finals. Mm-hmm. I think
2: this shit's going to come fast and furious over the next. Oh, week. this is what I want to say before we but before we. Apart. Yeah. Because I think this is very important. And it, and it goes to something you said, Eves. And, and this is how you know it's serious. Watch what Denver did. Denver traded during the finals for second round picks. Still they working. Multiple. Still, Still working. Real, real, not even real, really working. They have three max players, right? They're preparing for the tax bill. They're preparing for the new CBA. They're yep. doing that now. And, they, and they're and about to win it. That they're telling you the rookies are important. Like, there's no way you throw away a draft pick right now. You know how valuable a draft pick, when most teams don't control their own draft picks? I think it's like four teams that control their own draft picks. So mm-hmm. in saying that, these picks are almost like Triple the value. Triple the value.
1: And I I think what's going to happen, Clay, is as a result of this new CBA, you'll start seeing more deals that are maybe three years where that third year is a team option for like the role players because teams are going to say, all right, we've, you know, I've got my stars. I think if I get these role players or two, I got a shot. But if it doesn't go well, they're going to want to get out of that tax sooner than later. So I think you'll start seeing that, like that middle class, get squeezed well, is, financially and on years.
2: Well, I think everybody's going to get squeezed on years. I I told y'all on our group chat the middle class is gone. Like, yeah. stars I, will I, always get their money. That's a given. That that that's who generates uh, money. They for sell everybody. tickets. They sell yeah. The like the, it, it trickles down. It doesn't trickle up. Right. Right. So now. I believe, like a dude like, um, what's his name? Cam Johnson. He's middle class. So before you go overpay, the funny thing is right now, look at dudes that's in, in, his, in his line. See what they get. Because people might get, and I know people may think this ain't realistic, but bear with me that I'm thinking about ahead of this new South, the new CBA. Because a lot of it kicks in now, but a lot of it takes place after next year. Like the real penalties come down harsh. So Cam Johnson, two years from now, might only be worth eighteen.
1: Yeah, I mean they're saying like Josh Hart could get eighteen million from the Knicks.
2: And I like that, Josh Hart, but but that's but that's the Knicks overpaying. Yeah. And, I mean, and it like... won't probably be all guaranteed. Remember, he had just got a lot of money and it wasn't all guaranteed. Like his contract, if he opts in to that contract, it's not guaranteed.
1: Right, so I agree. Like I think some of these deals, like the third year, will be like Royce has this year, right, where only a small portion is guaranteed. 2.5. Yeah, teams are going to have to protect themselves on those types of contracts. Like I said to Eves the other day, like nobody buys a ticket, and you just said it, nobody buys a ticket to go watch McHale Bridges play, right? You know, the, you're not like oh, the Kill Bridges is a, in town. Rare, check out the Hornets game tonight.
0: It's a, it's a rare, it's a rare. Like, let's so the Nets building is is, is sixteen thousand. Let's say seventeen thousand.
1: Yeah, they they hold 000. seven thousand. Seven
0: thousand of them are that guy that that loves the team. That's the there's a good other seven thousand that's tourists that heard something about some good players being there.
1: Tickets to work.
0: Yeah, when when the, when when New York City had no tourism, did you see how MSG looked? Yeah, it looked, you know what I mean. If you take away the tourism, you're screwed. But yeah, you so gotta that, count
2: the people that want to see the visiting team,
0: right? Right. Then and it, that too. And we have more of that than than most most places because you know it's people come here to Brooklyn to, to try to live their dream or whatever, start their tech company, become an actress. I don't know, but the, the but that's that's the thing that we have. But at the same time, we also have the curse of of having to you know be Broadway, having to have those big names. This, I, I, I love that take. Um, Matt, that was that was great. I
1: mean, just look at the fall when when basketball starts, you'll have the you know the Yankees. will look like they'll probably be still in the playoffs. The Mets will see, but I'll you're see. gonna have Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. on the Jets. The Giants are coming off a good year. There's a lot of co- – and the Knicks will be back, right? There's a lot of competition for people's eyeballs and money. Uh, and the Nets are facing uphill battle there. So I, well, I do think they'll do something that we'll like. I don't know if uh, it'll be the game move, but I would expect something semi-major at least.
2: Well, here's, here's my last parting thing yeah. because this is important. For two years, well, no, yeah, two, but not, yeah, you could say two. But really last year, I've never seen a professional team in my history of watching and playing basketball go into a season without a capable backup point guard and center. Yeah. I've never, ever seen that. Like, I remember when we was begging Sean Marks to come take this job I think he overplayed his hand. Um, I think he still thinks he's the smartest person in the room. And history has shown he's mediocre to borderline bad.
1: All right, so so Clay's not optimistic.
2: <laughs> no, I, I think
1: because
2: and the yeah. reason why I'm not optimistic I, Look, is I just, can't argue with you. You're not wrong. No, no, but I want to, you know, like, you had this, we had a had a championship window regardless if it was one 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 year two year window we had it right he did so you did all the moves to get the stars even if you did it by default because he he lucked into Kyrie and KD because if one of those teams would have decided we're matching we would have been stuck with Otto Porter and Tyler Johnson
1: or what was the right. other one? The Houston guy, Allen Craig. Allen
2: right. Craig. and, and oh. Houston, Donjay uh, DeMonis. Yeah, where the hell is he now? Not as Monty. No, he's What name did you? <laughs> <the> Listen, <United. laughs> I, did I just say John? Tick? Listen, see, we've been talking <laughs> I've been hearing his name so much. I didn't give him a name. <laughs> <laughs> but now, all
1: right, guys, look, I'm excited for the next. Uh, couple weeks we're gonna probably pump out a little more content than usual because of the draft coming up and then obviously whatever comes our way in terms of uh nets rumors i've got nothing else to add Clay, you got anything else before we let eves give a final yeah. words and a, and a send us off
2: yeah i just want to know what y'all think about howard and Gigi as the as the, as the pick
1: I gotta listen to your draft stuff a little bit more before I can give you a good opinion. I'm not okay, that, that well versed on it.
2: I, was I think the GG,
1: from Howard. what I have read about GG, sounds like a good upside play.
0: Yeah, no, GG's the one. You gotta, you gotta do like I hope they use one of the picks at least. And and if and if you got GG, I think that's that's a great place. I don't know about this kid Howard. I I don't like the way he looks, yo. <laughs> you tell? Yeah, to me he's Joe people. Harris.
2: Huh? To me, he's Joe Harris. He's another specialist. I'm done with specialists. I yeah. want basketball players. I'll take a dude who can dribble, I'll drive pass, it, play it, some D, and shoot 32% from the three.
0: Hood right Schifino now coming out of the Hood Shafino should have been our pick, but now everybody knows about him. And people realize he's he might be the best guard in the in the in the draft. Now now we can't get him. But that was the guy, man. That was. The I would guy, say if man. I
1: have one guy, it's probably a Buffkin.
0: You like you like, yeah, he's you like um, Buffkin over um, Hood Shafino? Uh,
1: well, yeah, probably that. But I also don't think Shafino's realistic, and you know, I I, I like the Duke Center, um, but it doesn't look like he would be there either. Probably
0: lively. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm not I'm not sold on him. The man averaged seven at Duke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right, Eve. Right. You
0: got anything you want to close on? nah man this 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 was a blast as per usual hit us up if y'all want to if y'all want to say what y'all wanted to do with the gm stuff um hit us at at pod thorn and um and and we'll bring it to the table next time um on, in our next episode but uh, right. uh cool for uh bam with pod thorn adios
2: peace